Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Traveling radio show continues. Welcome in. Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN, Missoula, SWX Montana Television. If you don't see me in the studio, it's because I'm not there. I am here. Here is at Brick Breeden Fieldhouse in Bozeman, Montana. I'm sitting courtside at the Montana State Basketball Arena. There's no hoops action going on. Amin Adamu from the Montana State Basketball Team is sitting here shooting hoops, with, uh, practicing, you know, off-season conditioning stuff. But no live basketball action. It is media day here at Montana State, though, for the football team. So that's why we are here, and that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about during today's show. We're going to hear from Brent Vegan, head coach of the Montana State Bobcats. Got a chance to catch up with him uh, just a little while ago. We're also off the top here going to hear from Matt McKay. Matt is a transfer from North Carolina State. He's waited a long time 
to come to Montana State to play a football game. And so we'll catch up with him, everything he seems to uh, think and uh, know about Montana State and his acclamation to the Bobcats schemes and all that good stuff. Uh, we're also going to hear uh, at about 4.30 our uh, second edition from the Senior Spotlight. Senior Spotlight with Danny Barsh, a uh, former Helena Capital standout and a later Grizz basketball player now. So she will join us here about 4.30 via the phone. And uh, later on here in the first hour, we're also going to hear from Chris Chitovitsky. He's the soccer coach from the University of Montana as well. So we'll catch up with Coach Chitovitsky. His team opens their season uh, next Tuesday uh, on the road at Creighton. Second hour, this will be fun. I actually see him. He's about an hour early. If you want to come now, you can come. But if you want to wait, you cannot, too. Ty O'Connor's going to join us. He's a junior safety from Montana State, and uh, he'll be sitting in the chair to get you started on hour number two. And then we're going to go outside of football for a little while to take the show home, and we're going to hear from uh, Laura Bird. She is the inclusion specialist for the All-Nations Health Center. A big Indigenous Day celebration here uh, across the state of Montana, but mostly in western Montana, centered upon the Western Montana Fair in Missoula. So Laura Bird will join us uh, to talk about all of the festivities. Natives Got Talent next Saturday at the Paddlehead Stadium. The day before that, there's a 5K race, and uh, there's all sorts of different homages to Native peoples and uh, a great celebration of our Indigenous cultures from around the state of Montana. So we'll look forward to hearing from Laura as well. If you want to be a part of the show, you want to get a hold of the show, best way to do it today certainly is the text line. That's 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. I'll guess will join us for the Regis Brothers RV phone line. You want to send Tommy a text, he can forward it along to me. You want to watch or listen to the show on your mobile device, your platform, uh, any sort of iPhone or iPad or whatever you got. You, you can stream the show live, 1029ESPN.com, or you can uh, also hit us up on YouTube as well. If you're looking at me on TV and I'm not there, it's because I'm not. I'm sitting here at Brick Breed and Fieldhouse, but we are broadcasting through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport is new to Missoula, so go check them out. They're on the corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also check them out online, NW. MSRocks.com. That's NWMSRocks.com. A lot of stuff out of Media Day today. We had to cram this all in. So this is just another miracle of technology. And I can't believe that Tommy Evans and uh, our engineering team at the at Missoula Broadcasting Company always get this stuff figured out. But we're broadcasting to you through Missoula from over 200 miles away. I was also able to interview Brent Vegan, send it via the Internet, and then Tommy uploads it into a little bit for me. So Brent Vegan addressed the media earlier today, Montana State first-year head football coach. Uh, he, he talked for about 30 minutes, but here's about seven minutes of what Coach Vegan had to say with fall camp on the horizon for the Montana State Bobcats. Brett Vegan joining us here on Duanas Now. Do the first day of fall camp, what are some of the things that you feel like need to be established? Well, I think what's different in the fall than the spring, you have an established number of guys. So we'll have an excess of 100 guys. So, so we'll practice... Um, in a fashion where, where reps, getting reps is a priority. Um, you know, certainly our systems were new in the spring and our guys had a chance to go through, um, whether it was player-led practices, meetings this, this, this summer that was maybe to some degree a second go-around. But now, you know, what you want to see is those schemes and those, those techniques take hold with our returning guys uh, pretty quick and integrate those new guys as quickly as possible. Um, you know, certainly establishing a template of practice from the from the get is something that we, we need to be able to do. So, 
ball camp so often about storylines and emerging young players. So what sort of position group battles do you expect? Which position groups do you expect to be the most highly contested? And what sort of opportunity is this for some of the guys that maybe haven't played a lot of football around here? Well, the, the the group that I point to immediately is the secondary. Um, you know, we uh, we're going with a, a five DB system. Um, there's certainly some experience back there with Tyrell Thomas and Ty Okada in particular. Um, you know, I mentioned we added Trey Webb. Uh, Eric Sombrano's got some some experience at the corner position. Uh, Miles Jackson, James Campbell, um, James Madden, Rylan Ort. I think for that whole group uh, to sort out and, and I know there's a couple other guys I didn't mention I think we have you know the ability to, to take about 10 guys down to the, the eight that we really feel good about so excited about that um, I think in the D line you know there was there was faces that uh, whether it's two transfers I mentioned or you know some of the guys that were either injured part way through fall camp or your spring ball you know or you know, weren't a part of it going in um, that we're really excited to see. You know, uh, Marcus Weir is a name out of Billings that uh, I know previous to me getting the job, but I think everybody was really excited about. So to see what he can do on the interior, we, we probably we saw flashes of what Chase can do. Um, Byron Rollins, I, I think, is another one that we saw here and there. Tua Aretta, um, saw just flashes, you know, uh, uh, meaning it was just it was a small amount of days. So defensively, it's that secondary sorting out and then interior in particular on the defensive line. I, I think I think at the receiver position, um, you know, I think guys like Lance and, and Coy and Willie um, have established themselves to some degree. Um, but I think there's talent beyond that that has to continue to come along. And again, it's a situation where you're trying to probably pair eight, nine guys down to six. Um, and I'd rather have it go that way than trying to, you know, create five, six out of four. Um, so, you know, on the, on the offensive side, you know, we talked a little bit about the offensive line coming together, but really that receiver position with opportunities still out there, really excited about. You've been through a lot of ball camps before, but. In terms of evaluating the defensive side of the ball from a head coaching perspective, what do you expect that to be like for you? That's a good question. Um, you know, I think in the spring, the, the way I approached it was uh, to be supportive both ways. Uh, I, I'll continue to be, you know, very much involved on offense, but I have to, you know, have my, my pulse, you know, have a pulse on what's going on in defense. So that's spending time in both. Uh, both meeting rooms as far as, you know, uh, reviewing the film in particular, I guess both ends of the field as we're going through practice, um, you know, constantly having those conversations with, with the staff on how they see it and, and maybe giving my feedback, um, you know, because we do have enough uh, spots up for grabs where that's, you know, first team spots or second team spots. So I, I think it's just, you know, being present on both sides and, and continuing to communicate. What's that struck you most about Troy Anderson so far? Well, uh, we're getting closer where it's not just him running around on video. I guess that's the, that's the exciting part. Um, you know what? Uh, Troy is an um, extremely gifted young man, but he's every bit as determined as he is gifted. I, I think that's the thing. Um, you know, he wanted so bad to be out there in, in the spring, and I think it was hard for him to come to grips with the best thing for him was the path to June 1, and he got there. Um, you know, and it was really important to him that we did player-led practices this, this summer so he could get additional reps. Um, so, 
you know, uh, uh, beyond beyond all that, he's a tremendous leader. He's one of our captains. Um, so, so excited to, to see it all you know, from with my own eyes in person. But he means so much to this team just beyond his ability. It's uh, it's hard to quantify. You got to try to get on uh, some quarterback reps? You know, right now it's, it's, it's full steam ahead of defense. You know, I, I think uh, anything for him is, is pretty far removed. So to do too much right now with him I think would be a mistake. So we're excited to throw him in. Um, and get as many reps as he can over the next, you know, several weeks and, and get him ready to go at linebacker. Speaking of quarterbacks, what's the dynamic like with a guy who hasn't played any games here like Matt McKay? Also, though, with new coaching staff, new offensive coordinator, is there some symmetry there since sort of everybody's kind of near the table? Yeah, I think I think for everybody in that, that room, February was a, a restart. Um, you know, whether that was Tucker and Casey who had played, but Matt had been brought in, whether it was Matt who was kind of dealing with that dynamic uh, of being brought in and not having a game in 2020. It was a, a reset for, for the whole group in, in an open competition, quite frankly, in the spring. And, and, you know, we laid the depth chart out relative to where we were at the end of April. Um, you know, and, and they'll all get reps. Um, you know, Tommy Malott certainly in that mix as well the next couple of weeks, and, and we'll continue to sort it out. But, uh, you know, whether it's refreshing or whatever, I, I think they all, you know, felt that, okay, we're kind of back to zero and we're moving forward. And I, I think it's been, I mean, I think for all of them, it's been a positive situation. And, you know, maybe especially for, for Matt, I, I suppose, because 2020 for him was a pretty unusual year. I mean, again, the start of games in the ACC, one of the four recruits. So what do you think made him that sort of pedigree of a recruit? Well, I think he's, you know, from a physical standpoint, has the size component, um, can throw and, and, and can run. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure just like we found out that he's extremely competitive and, it, you know, he loves the game of football. Um, you know, he's as in tune and as immersed as, as anybody on our team. And I'm sure in the recruiting process going back, that was all part of it. So uneven experience, certainly at NC State. Um, it's been a long time since he or any of our guys have played, but uh, he's really hungry to get back out there. And, and Nuwana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana television. You can also find us around the world on YouTube as well. So please rate, review, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we got a big YouTube giveaway with a bunch of football tickets for you coming up. We're broadcasting to you live from Bozeman, Montana, here at Brick Breed and Fieldhouse. This is exciting. Somebody new to the show. Uh, he's been around Bozeman for a while, but he's been waiting a long time to play a football game. Matt McKay's uh, quarterback for Montana State Bobcats, former North Carolina State transfer. So, Matt, let's start there you've been in Bozeman for a minute but you've been you're here for football you haven't played in a football game in a long time so you must be pretty excited to get rolling here this weekend oh yeah definitely really excited to just start fall camp uh just been here a year and a half uh COVID happened cancel season happened so I mean the whole team is just excited to go out there and put the pads on and play some football on one hand, you probably have a chance to really acclimate to the offense, learn it from a mental perspective. You did have some spring practices, but also they say you can't really truly learn it unless you're doing it in live games. So how do you balance that? It seems like you're probably going to be mentally ready, but do you expect there to be some rust early on as well? Um, I mean, I don't. I hope there's no rest, but I think just staying in the field house, just talking to the coaches and watching a lot of film and just preparing myself was just helping with my confidence and just be able to step out on the field. So I'm just definitely hoping to produce at a high level. Tell me about your, your connections to hear from previously, because I was close with Daenerys McGee. I first moved to Bozeman when he uh, was the quarterback
quarterback here at Montana State, and we had a lot of work together. And uh, I know he was at North Carolina State for at least a minute when you were there. So just talk about that connection and sort of how you first found out about Montana State because this is a long way from home for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, as you said, Coach McGee, he was at NC State. He was a GA uh, while I was getting recruited there. Um, and then he left. And then when I was transferring, he hit me up and he told me about Montana State. And honestly, I told him, like, I don't even know where Montana is. Like, I'm not sure if I want to do it. And I think, like, two days later, I just I hit him up. I was like, man, I've been praying about it. I was like, you know, I'll just take a little official visit out there and see what it's about. Came out here, and I fell in love with it. So, I mean, that was my connection, and I think it's a good decision that I made. What have you thought of Bozeman so far? Was it weird at first when he moved out here since it is so far from home? Oh, yeah, it was definitely weird. Uh, my first time being on a flight by myself. Um, I think I just truly love the place. It's, people are a lot nicer here than where I'm from, and, and that was just something really different. Uh, the weather is definitely different. I mean, it's smoky right now, but in the winter it's just really cold. I've never been that cold before, especially driving in it with the ice and stuff. I mean, it was definitely something I had to adjust to, but, I mean, I really enjoyed this place a lot. When he first got here, Coach McGee was still here. Uh, Coach Miller was still here. Coach Cho was still here. So you got a lot of new guys to learn from. So the, the coaching transition, what's it been like for you? And what did you initially think? Because it was probably at least a little hard at first. I mean, it was definitely a little tough. Um, I mean, ever since I've been in college, I've been going through coaches. So, I mean, it was nothing new to me. Just building different connections, relationships with coaches and learning new offenses is something I have fun with, honestly. Just, I think... I mean, once you do it one time, you're like, okay, it'll probably happen again with this college football business. So I think it's definitely been a good adjustment just with these new coaches and this new staff. I think they're going in a good direction. Matt McKay joining us here on Nuanas Now. He's the quarterback for Montana State. Montana State Media Day today here in Bozeman. They get fall camp kicked off here uh, this weekend and uh, the opener September 4th at the University of Wyoming. Uh, Matt Coming out of spring, you were top of the depth chart. I know that, that you're going to be taking the one reps right away in fall camp, but going to get pushed by several guys in your group. So how are you approaching this competition, both mentally and physically? Uh, just taking it one day at a time, um, just playing my best football and hoping that other guys play their best football so we can all get better. I think if we both push each other, uh, everybody pushes each other, I mean, that's going to be the best for the team, honestly. So, I mean, just taking it one day at a time, just keeping my peace. I mean, fall camp, there's always going to be adversity, so just how do I respond to it when it happens? Good situation to step into, considering the fact that you have multiple All-American caliber offensive linemen in front of you and All-American caliber running back behind you. So what do you think of just sort of the, the run game and how much that might help you, uh, especially early on here this season? Uh, I mean, I definitely think it's a really talented team all around, defense, special teams, offense. Um, a lot of guys can do a lot of different things. Um, a lot of depth, too, as well, which I think uh, as well helps us. So, I mean, I think feel like we got all the pieces to, to do big things this year. There's about five All-American caliber running backs in this league. I think Isaiah Fonse is the best one. How excited are you to watch him, though, against live competition that aren't your teammates? Oh, I'm definitely excited about it. We talked about it uh, right when summer ended, how excited we are to watch you both of each other, uh, both of each other play and just get out there and just hit people. So, I mean, I'm definitely excited to see him play for sure. Give me the preview of Matt McKay. What's your skill set? Like, what's what's your, your your ideal plays if you're marching down the field? Are you? I know you're a good zone read guy. So, how do you sort of build your game off of that? Um, just understanding the passing game and the running game. Just understanding what the coaches want to do as an offense. Um, I mean, I feel like I can pass the ball, and if I need to use my legs, I can. So, just understanding what coaches want us to do and just trying to execute at a high level. 
We've heard from Coach House right on this show a couple times. Entertaining guy. I love having him on the radio. Uh, but just tell us about his style because it seems like young guy, a lot of energy, but he also looks like he wants to have a lot of fun. Yeah, you hit it right on the head. Just a lot of energy. Uh, wants to have a lot of fun. Uh, has a lot of knowledge in his head. Uh, he coaches us really hard because he wants the best out of us. Expectations for yourself, the offense, and Montana State this year? I think as a team, we just we want to win. Our goal is to win every game and win a national championship. So each day we're going to do everything we can do to accomplish that. Matt McKay, Montana State quarterback here on Nuanas Now. Matt, true pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. I'm sitting courtside at Brick Breeden Fieldhouse in Bozeman. It's media day over here at Montana State. Uh, both the Bobcats and the Grizzlies will open fall camp this weekend, so we are very much looking forward to providing for you all the best coverage across the Big Sky Conference, both here at ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and SkylineSportsMT.com. A whole bunch of stuff coming up, including here in about 12 minutes, Danny Barsh. She's going to join us via the phone, so this will be interesting. I'm broadcasting through the Northwest Motorsports studio. She'll be talking to us through that studio as well, but we will be in completely different places. A true test of technology, but one I'm excited for. That'll be part of our senior spotlight. We're also going to hear from Chris Chudovitsky, the Grizz soccer coach here today. Uh, Andrew Houghton, our new correspondent, he caught up with Coach Chudovitsky from Grizz soccer earlier this week. And at top of the hour, Ty Okada, a junior safety for the Montana State Bobcats will also join us here live, so that'll be very fun uh, to catch up with him as well. A uh, little plug, and I thought this was actually just interesting. There's so much talk about the unbalanced schedule in the Big Sky Conference when it comes to football. Each year you don't play four teams. That's going to change next year with Southern Utah leaving the league, but it's still going to be three teams each year that a team doesn't play. They did remedy that by adding a bylaw that says every school will play at least once at home and at least once away against opposing Big Sky Conference members. So if you stay for four or five years, you will at least play once in Missoula and then uh, once in Greeley if you're Northern Colorado or you know once in Bozeman and once in Cheney if you're Eastern Washington and Montana State. So that's a, that's a good one. But I was thinking about ways to rank the strength of schedule just based on the preseason projections, the, the on-paper stuff. And I know on paper is sort of fleeting, especially when it comes to football, and especially when it comes to the Big Sky Conference. This league is a surprise each and every year. There's always one or two surprise teams. But I also think that uh, when you're talking about who's going to have advantages in the league, sometimes who plays who and where are uh, big-time advantages or disadvantages. So, SkylineSportsMT.com, you can find this uh, up there right now. I went through, and I basically assign point values to each team's opponents to then give their schedule a total point value. So, for example, Weber State, the consensus pick to win the Big Sky Conference, they were voted first in both the media and the coaches' polls. And so uh, Weber State then is worth 13 points. There's 13 teams in the league. So as the number one team, they're worth 13 points. Montana was voted number two in each poll, uh, so they're worth 12 points. Eastern Washington, number three, so they're worth 11. Montana State, number four, they're worth 10. Sac State, number five, so they're worth nine, et cetera, et cetera. So I did this whole breakdown of strength of schedules across the big sky. And uh, so if you add everybody's point totals up, the lower the point total, the easier the schedule, the higher the point total, the harder the schedule. So the team with the easiest schedule in the Big Sky Conference, at least based on preseason projection, 
is Sacramento State, who, by the way, is the co-defending Big Sky champions coming out of the 2019 season. Sacramento State, their league schedule includes at Idaho State, Southern Utah at home, at Montana, which is a tough one, Northern Arizona at home, but then they got at Northern Colorado, Cal Poly at home, Portland State at home, and then at UC Davis. A little bit of a caveat there because I do think that like Northern Arizona being worth seven points and Portland State being worth four points, okay, I would actually argue that because I think Portland State's better than Northern Arizona. So that might be a topsy-turvy. But the point is that Sac State does get to play Southern Utah at home at Northern Colorado and Cal Poly. So those are three of the bottom teams in the league. Who's got the hardest schedule in the league? Well, unfortunately for Ed McCaffrey, it's the Northern Colorado Bears. They play everybody that was picked in the top seven spots in the league. Their only quote-unquote easy game is against Southern Utah, but it is in Cedar City. So, Northern Colorado, based on this formula, 73 points. And so, at UNC, they play Northern Arizona. Then they're at Montana State. They play Eastern Washington. Then they're at UC Davis. They're at Southern Utah. Then they're home against Sac State, home against Montana, and at Weber State. So what a gauntlet finish. You basically got uh, three of the best teams in the league to finish if you're going to Colorado. Oh, but oh, by the way, you also start uh, with your second game of the league season at Montana State, and then you welcome Eastern Washington to town. Uh, So a whole bunch of uh, tough ones for Northern Colorado, who's also expected to be one of the bottom teams in the league. Where are the Cats and the Grizz based on this formula, might you ask? It's Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television, broadcasting to you live from Bozeman, Montana. By this formula, I had the Grizz with the fourth easiest schedule in the league, and I had the Cats with the sixth easiest schedule in the league. Cats have 55 points. Uh, Their toughest games are at Weber State, which is worth 13 points, at Eastern Washington worth 11, and then, of course, at home against Montana in the season finale. Montana had 49 points, so six less scheduling points than Montana State. And uh, part of that's because Montana gets Cal Poly to open up their Big Sky schedule. They're also at Eastern Washington, so Eastern does have both Montana schools coming to their barn, so that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, Montana also has Sacramento State at home. Uh, And then the other one, Montana State, a 10-pointer down at the bottom. But Montana does have a couple of those uh, one, two, three-pointers in southern Utah, northern Colorado, and Cal Poly, which Montana State, they only get Cal Poly. They do not get – oh, they get northern Colorado too, excuse me, but they do not get southern Utah. So a fun little exercise. You can go check all that out at SkylineSportsMT.com. And uh, please – review subscribe all that stuff we do make most of our revenue at skyline via your subscription it's a passion project we're not out here getting rich in fact we're just trying to keep it going but it's something my brother and i have really put a lot of hard work into a ton of passion for it it's one of our favorite things to do together and uh, i know you enjoy it out there as well so if you have subscribed in the past we're going full force with football season now and uh, if you want to subscribe again please do so thanks to everybody that has and will subscribe skylinesportsmt.com every day every season. More on ESPN Radio coming up right after this. We are going to hear from Danny Barch, a live interview as part of our Senior Spotlight Series. Danny Barch, the Gatorade Girls Basketball Player of the Year out of Helena Capital, and uh, I I can't even call her a future Lady Grizz because she is a current Lady Grizz. Uh, She's already on campus practicing with the Lady Grizz basketball team, so Danny Barch, Helena Capital product, one of the outstanding senior athletes in the state of Montana, will join us next here on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here. It's 1029 ESPN Missoula. 
The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The return of football around Western Montana felt as real as ever with the release of kickoff times for the University of Montana on Wednesday. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The Grizz will open their season at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, September 4th, with a road game at the University of Washington. The Grizz return home to host Western Illinois the following week, another night game, 6 p.m. kick on September 11th, and then the Grizz play a third night game at Eastern Washington, 8.30 p.m. on October 2nd. The only game in between is a September 25th homecoming date against Cal Poly, will kick off at 1 p.m. in Missoula. Other 1 p.m. kicks for the Grizz include home games against Dixie State on October 9th, Sacramento State on October 16th, and at Northern Arizona on November 13th. UM also has three games that kick at noon, October 30th against Southern Utah, November 6th at Northern Colorado, and November 20th at home against arch-rival Montana State. Grizz wide receiver Sammy Akim landed on the Walter Payton Award watch list earlier this week. The 6'4", 205-pound senior has caught 59 passes in each of the 2018 and 2019 seasons rolling up almost 1,700 yards and catching 18 touchdowns in that span. And finally, at the Northwest Region American Legion Baseball Tournament, the Montana State champion Helena Senators, along with the runners-up Billings Royals, each fell in their openers. The Royals dropped an 8-5 decision to the Yakima Valley Pepsi Pack, and the Senators lost 4-1 to the Idaho Falls Bandits. on the road again. Can't believe the technology works. It still blows my mind. Couldn't do anything without our good friend and uh, illustrious producer, engineering maestro extravaganza, Tommy Evans. He's the man that puts the radio in the box. I'm just the man that plugs it into the cords. It's Nuanas now broadcasting to you live from Bozeman, Montana, through Missoula, Montana, on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV. I'm sitting here courtside, Brick Breeden Fieldhouse, and uh, even though it's not basketball season, far from basketball season, we are going to talk a little hoops here in just a quick minute. I'm in Bozeman because it's media day over here at Montana State. We'll be doing some media stuff at Montana here uh, later on throughout the weekend. Both football teams from the Big Sky Conference's two schools in the Treasure State begin fall camp this weekend. So uh, a lot to look forward to, a lot to get to. But now we step outside the football realm and we're going to talk some hoops. It's time for our Senior Spotlight, which is presented in part by Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Holmes, as well as by Palmer's Drug of Missoula. The Senior Spotlight features some of the best male and female athletes from around the state of Montana, highlighting their journeys uh, from across uh, the state, and then a lot of them to the collegiate level, but sort of recapping their senior years. And uh, we're getting late in summer, so some of these athletes are no longer high school at all. They've already graduated, and they're already into uh, their, their future collegiate teams, including the next young lady who's going to join us here on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. She's Danny Barsh. She's a Helena Capital product, as well as the Montana girls basketball player, 
uh, Gatorade Player of the Year this last year, and already uh, a Lady Grizz. So let's start there, Danny. First of all, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. But I know you're already in Missoula. You're already working out with the team. So tell us, what's it been like moving from Helena to Missoula and how you like in being a Lady Grizz so far? Thank you for having me on. And I love Missoula. It was hard to, like the first week, it was weird not being around my friends and family. But after that, the team was super welcoming. The coaches are awesome. They made it super easy. And I absolutely love it. Tell us about your time at Helena Capital because it was interesting to follow you. I'll tell you this. I was best friends with twins growing up, and the twin dynamic is like nothing else in the world. Your sister Paige was also one of your prominent teammates in both volleyball and in basketball. So first of all, just start with that element of things, competing with your uh, twin sister throughout your high school career. I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, it's uncomparable to always have someone and a friend on your team growing up and I mean I always knew what she was going to do one set probably before she even knew what she was going to do so it was definitely an adjustment playing without her but I mean throughout high school I'm so happy I got the opportunity um, to have that you are going to play basketball at the next level but uh, you were a tremendous volleyball player, as was your sister. She's playing volleyball at the next level. So just tell us about Helena Capital's run in volleyball. It was one of the great runs that we've seen, probably the best run in AA besides Billings Senior. So Helena Capital, the dynasty that it was, how did you guys build it, and what was the experience like being part of so much success? It was definitely just like, because, I mean, for club sports, for club volleyball during the spring, our entire high school team was basically our capital high team, so we always would play a ton, and we'd go into the season having a ton of that chemistry already built and having like being familiar with how each of our teammates play, and so that helps a ton. Is there a definitive crossover between volleyball and basketball? Not, I mean... There's like there's some skills that like getting your feet to the ball, but there's a lot of sports growing up that I could take could help you for anything. They're very different in a lot of ways, but there's probably some similarities there. Yeah. Did you consider playing volleyball at the collegiate level at all? Very much. That was a super hard decision to make, but. I'm very happy with what I chose and wouldn't have it any other way. What was the deciding factor? What did you sort of lean towards that you liked about volleyball and what ultimately helped basketball weigh uh, in in your favor? At the college level, like, your sport is your job. And for me, I've always found it way easier to work out for basketball. And you need to love you need to like be in love with the grind and I wasn't for volleyball. I loved playing and I loved the girls, but I would never just go and work by myself on volleyball. It was only basketball. 
Danny Barsh joining us. She's a Helena Capital graduate as well as the reigning Montana Gatorade Girls Basketball Player of the Year. It's part of our Senior Spotlight, which is presented proudly by both McElmurray Holmes as well as Palmer's Drug of Missoula. Parlay and then into basketball, what did you think of your senior season? Because I know as juniors, you guys got kind of cut short. We're going to play for the state championship and then didn't really get a chance to do so. And so then what was it like getting back on the court and actually be able to complete a season like you did in your senior year? Um, it was awesome. I mean, to play in a state championship, it made a huge difference. I mean, obviously I wish it could be like normal years, but... I'll take what I can get, and I loved it, and it was a great feeling I'll never forget. Tell us about your decision to come to the Lady Grizz, a new head coach. Uh, I know that you had committed to the previous coaching staff, or I guess maybe two previous coaching staffs ago, uh, but you maintained your commitment, and now you're coming to play for <laughs> Coach Holsinger. So what did you think of uh, just the opportunity to come play for Lady Grizz? What helped Montana sort of rise to the top for Danny Barsh in recruiting? Um, well, I knew I wanted to stay in state and close to my family, and the town itself, I liked Missoula better than Bozeman, and the coaching staff, I knew Jordan was staying on, and I loved her, and I'm open to new coaches, that's not, that's not a difficult thing for me, so I just chose the place, and the school more so. How about the assistant coaches? I know each one of them personally, and they're all very fun and, and uh, also very smart. So what, but what is your impression so far of the assistants? It seems like uh, young assistants that are fun to be around. Um, yeah, I definitely love them. I think they're super knowledgeable, and they are intense when they need to be intense, and they keep us focused, and I'm just super excited to learn from them. What do you think the biggest transition will be for you uh, transitioning to the Division One level? Um, probably just the speed of the game and making sure to do the little things. Like, I'm not going to be able to get away with not doing the little details like I was able to in high school. Is that something you're ready for, though? Is that something you're looking forward to? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm super excited. Um, I ex need to work on that, and I'm excited to excel my game and play with the team. I love my teammates. and wouldn't want to do this journey with anyone else. Danny Barsh joining us, part of our Senior Spotlight Series, highlighting some of the best seniors, and in this case, graduated seniors from around the state of Montana. Danny's from Helena Capital, and now part of the Lady Grizz basketball program. And I asked you about your sister, Paige, but she's headed to Boise State on a volleyball scholarship. So this will be the first time you guys haven't really competed together. So what's it going to be like when she's on the live stream? I'm sure there will probably be some watch parties in Danny Barsh's dorm room, right, watching some Boise State volleyball? <laughs> of course. You already know it. I got it. I got her schedule. I got it mapped out in my calendar. I'll hopefully be able to make it to at least one of them, but it's all right. We got to love it, Danny. Pleasure having you on the show today. We'll get you out of here on this. How would you best remember your time at Helena Capital? And how do you think Thank you very much for having me. How, how, how do you think your time at Helena Capital set the stage for, for your career now here in Montana? 
Um, I mean, I think it set me up pretty well. I mean, it's going to be hard to compete with. Like, obviously, hopefully we continue the winning streaks. But I was set up skill-wise with great coaches, and I've been super coachable. And so it will be an easier transition, I think, than most. Senior Spotlight presented by Palmer's Drug as well as McElmurray Homes of Missoula. Danny Barsh joining us here on Nuanez Now. And thanks so much for being with us, Danny. It was a pleasure. And best of luck with the Lady Grants. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Senior Spotlight, Nuanez Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana Television. Broadcasting to you live from Bozeman, Montana. I'm sitting courtside, Brick Breeden Fieldhouse here on the Montana State campus. It's MSU Media Day for the football team. Uh, seen several of the basketball guys as well. Amin Adamu, uh, all big sky guard, was down here shooting around. So uh, good to see him back in the fold and in person here uh, at Montana State. And we'll continue our coverage of Montana State Media Day as well as coverage around the great state of Montana at the college level, at high school level, and everything in between. Coming up right after this, it's Chris Chinovitsky. He's the head coach of the women's soccer team at Montana State. He will join us live here on Nuanez. Now Andrew Houghton caught up with him yesterday. So keep it right here. ESPN Missoula live from Bozeman. What a deal. Back after this, Nuanez now. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. Hey! It's new on is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Montana. Take a seat next to me. You know Nuanez now. 102.9 ESPN Missoula. SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanez. Man, I'm so happy right now. I'm looking out an open garage door, a brick breeding field house, and it looks like it's about to pour rain. And that's a good thing because I know a lot of you listening right now reside in western Montana, specifically in Missoula. And it's the smoky son of a gun in Missoula. I can say definitively for the first time that I can remember in my uh, 11 years now going back and forth between Missoula and Bozeman, both for life and work, it's smokier in Bozeman than it is in Missoula. That's crazy. That's why I'm happy. I'm doing a remote broadcast, which always makes me happy. I love taking Nuanas now on the road. I'm looking out the window, and the rain is coming, and that is a welcome sight because, gosh dang it, do we need it. We got to have some clear air so we can get some college football, some high school football, and everything in between uh, into the works because we have not had it for far too long. 
Super fun here at Montana State Media Day. Just catch it up with the guys in person. I mean, a guy like Derek Snell, for example. I talked to this kid when he was coming from Alaska. He's a tight end for Montana State uh, in recruiting several years ago. Then he gets to MSU, freshman or off limits for interviews. And then we have a pandemic, and I haven't seen anybody in person in years. So <laughs> I've been, you know, following this guy, writing about him. I've interviewed him on the phone, the Zoom, everything, and I uh, haven't actually got to shake his hand live and in person. That's just one example of many. So good seeing everybody in person. I'm glad that we're finally starting to be able to interact a little bit with each other. And uh, we are really looking forward here at ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television for an outstanding football season that will be coming at you. We have all of your coverage all the way across the board here at ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television, and, of course, SkylineSportsMT.com. Speaking of football, how about the real football? The best thing going on the University of Montana campus, and this is no shot at anybody else in the uh, in the athletic department, it's just a testament to how good they've been. The University of Montana soccer team has been dynamic. They've been consistent. They've had one of the best defensive uh, performances in all of the entire Big Sky Conference. They've been to the NCAA tournament two times under Christian Davitsky. They've won the regular season championship uh, in the uh, Big Sky two times under Christian Davitsky. So they're doing a great job. And uh, they had a spring season in which they went undefeated, or just one defeat, excuse me, against Eastern Washington. They went to the uh, NCAA tournament where they lost 1-0 to South Carolina. Uh, but they are back in action now for a fall season. So this is one of the few, just like football, where they played in the spring, and now they'll play here uh, again in the fall as well. And they're getting started a little early, a little bit earlier uh, than almost anybody else uh, on campus. So they have a exhibition game on Sunday, exhibition match rather, on Sunday, and then another one on Monday. So they play Rocky Mountain Sunday, August 15th. So I guess that's uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. And then Monday uh, against Carroll College. And then the official opener for Grizz Soccer is uh, at Creighton, August 19th. That's a Thursday. So uh, without further ado, Andrew Houghton, new contributor to SkylineSportsMT.com as well as ESPN Missoula. He was able to run down to campus and catch up with Chris Chidovitsky, the head coach of the University of Montana women's soccer team. Uh, to be back out and, and getting going. Yeah, it feels great. You know, weather's nice, smoke's kind of here, but most most importantly, it's just a good energy to the squad. So, you know, really excited to be finally working with them because I've heard a lot of stories about captain's practices, this and that, but he, here we go. How does maybe going into this year or, or the feel around it right now maybe uh, feel different or maybe the same compared to other years that you've been Yeah, had? really good question. I mean, ever since I've been here, there's been a stable core of leadership in Claire and Alexa and Avery, right? And so to, to lose that, to not have them, it's just weird. It's different. And I'm not sure what it feels like to not have them here. And so it just is what it is right now. I mean, yesterday's practice was very competitive. The Like I said before, team culture is great where it needs to be now. But I don't know what it's going to be like on the field yet when it comes to competing because I just haven't competed without them. So it's kind of one of those wait and see what happens things. Is filling the production that they brought um more of a challenge or is it the leadership and all the things in the chemistry that you kind of just mentioned like what would you say is more the thing that you're looking That's looking a good at question um i would say probably is it's a question of the production right who is going to step up and fill those roles right now because when it comes to the chemistry and the leadership we're fine there's a great legacy that's coming through but who's gonna score the goals who's gonna get the shutouts i don't know and i couldn't tell you right now either because we're only one day in but yeah we'll see do you feel like this is gonna have to be one of your better coaching performances for you, for your aspect to get, you know, because obviously 
everyone knows what you can do as a coach yeah. recruiting and obviously you've had the players to prove it three yeah. three or four this past year went professional so do you feel like this is gonna kind of be one of your better coaching performances yeah I, I feel like this is the proof of what has come before behind the scenes right because Lex Claire we've had certain people consistently performing on the front end now that they're gone well who rises to the top it's the same in football right we have a quarterback leave well who's next what's going to happen Bobby are we going to be all right <laughs> same thing right and it's nice to be in that position where we have to replace really good players who are going to play professionally better than oh you're replacing an average player with another average one you'll have another average season good for you guys Chris no right we, we have to replace somebody good and let, let's see who we got 12 incoming freshmen how excited are you to get bring these girls coming in great yeah i'm pretty excited i mean level of talent is immensely high it's whether or not they can adapt to the d1 game very quickly and especially the level that we're playing at now when everybody's throwing at us they have to protect that legacy now so how ready are they to do that again we'll find out right now they're looking pretty good in the fitness test when you make it to the nc2a tournament you have girls who go professionally does it just make your program that much better and that much I guess, in the limelight? Yeah, I feel like it does. Absolutely. It was a goal coming in to get players to go play professionally. And so for us to, to be at that spot is awesome. An NCAA tournament to close the gap athletically on those teams was a big goal. And now i going to get the results. When you first got here, if you were thinking about where you wanted the program to be now, are you saying you're, you're at where you wanted, exceeded where you wanted to be yeah. or uh still you know have work to do yeah i still i still feel like the, the, there's definitely work to do we're finally putting together the pieces of the attacking game it was always going to be can you defend first it, when it comes to defending it's easy to organize structure yourself attacking is about finding the right players who can execute the goals for you and get the the assists right and so i feel like we're exactly where we're supposed to be and this year is actually going to be a big test of that so how do you approach the uh the expectations talk like with the team and, and as far as like oh people aren't going to care that you lost talent because you guys now have won and that's what the expectations are going to be how do you like relay that message to the team yeah well we had a lot of good zoom meetings um over the summer of what is the next step for this program do we want to be a dynasty a dynasty is a team that wins consistently has always picked first or second is always competing for a title and preferably winning the titles and going to the tournament right and so that's that's a lot of pressure on their shoulders and something that they are committing to when they say yes to come to this program and so we talk about it and then we talk about the process of getting there what, what do we need to do first we got to honor the history of the program Right? You can't be a dynasty without honoring the people that came before you, 94, 95, 96, 97, all the titles that we previously won. So we've got to interconnect ourselves into that. And then we have to train. You don't just get given a trophy, you have to earn it. And so train like it, take all the lessons that we've learned from the previous group. And there's a bit of pressure now walking onto the field. Can you protect what we've built here? And I feel like we can. What would you say is the one specific thing that if you could do well this year, the team should be okay. Score goals. <laughs> That's it. That's always it, right? I feel like we're going to defend very well. So it's about putting the ball in the back of the net. And we did that very well in the spring, and let's do it again. You guys have always had great goaltending, obviously. Yeah. Say bye to Claire. How excited are you about the incoming goaltenders this year? Yeah, very much so. I mean, we've, we've had talent sitting behind the scenes. It's just how do you outshine Claire? And when is your moment to take Claire's spot? And so it's, it's now. Claire's gone. And luckily, we have prepared him well enough that they, they are feeling some pressure again from it, but they're excited to step in and compete for that spot. So we'll see who it's going to be because we've got some talented ones right now.
You guys are returning to South Campus um, here, which must be kind of exciting at least. And then also it's on grass too, which I yeah. thought is, are you preparing for that, like the difference at all between playing on grass or turf? Is that? Yeah, it's a, it's a very big difference. Plus we always knew Big Sky was going to be a small, short field. Uh, teams are going to be able to sit in very easily against us and defend if they want to out of Portland State. And so you need that one moment to break them down. This is, we're just back into our environment. We're all very happy to be here. This is home. This is where we want to be. And how are you uh, kind of preparing your players to deal with the smoke a little bit? Because I know it's been really smoky in Missoula recently. Just is what it is. Yeah, I, I don't feel like there's much we can do about it. We have backup plans of, you know, you practice 30 minutes, you take 15 minutes off, and we just check the weather app every day, figure out what the conditions are going to be, talk to the trainers, and just go all out. Yeah. And then we talked about this a little bit, but I guess like a really quick turnaround mm -hmm. this year. Um, has that caught you off guard a bit at all, or have you had to change the way you prepare for the fall season? Yeah, 100% you have to change. I think it's dumb, to be 100% honest, to go into it expecting it to be the same as every single fall is. As I've said to Joel, on paper, it's identical, 100% identical. But when it comes to the preparation time, people took the month of June off. We have players here who need that balance. They need time away and so they're not fully ready do they execute the fitness test yes but are they fully ready to go yet no i personally foresee a lot of injuries happening to teams later on as we get closer to conference play for us it's about easing them into preseason and making sure that we're ready to compete when it matters most which is make playoffs win playoffs go to the tournament i haven't been here i mean how do you put together a freshman class like the one you're bringing in this year where not only is it is it big but you're counting on them to to replace some players that are leaving yeah you got to find the right people up front in the recruiting process, know who you're graduating at what times, and then hope that they mature out over the two years since you last you know, recruited them and you got a commitment to, to being ready. So that, and you spend a lot of time in the past year with the Zoom calls and the expectations, and you better be fit, you better be fit, you better be fit, you better be fit. See Alexa Coyle scored lots of goals, she's leaving. You better be ready to step up. We are not taking a step backwards because these people are leaving. And so this has been the message that they've gotten for a year right now. So at the end of the day, I can take the horse to the water. They're the ones that have to drink it. They're the ones that have to execute. So, And right now, they're doing just that. Yeah, I mean, what's it like seeing the first signs of them maybe potentially being able to execute yeah. that after after a year way of after a year of harping on it, right? Yeah, we've got we've got some good ones. I mean, it was very surprising in the beep test to see them do as well as they did in the fitness. And then yesterday's practice, we went rather than, hey, let's introduce ourselves, have some fun. We just went boom right into it and they crushed it. So pretty happy with it. Yeah, I mean, who are the players that, um, you know, you're, you're bringing back from last year that you'll you'll need to sort of establish that baseline, establish the steadiness? Uh, for the ones coming back to yeah. establish everything? Yeah. Uh, the, the piece that we were missing that everybody forgets about in the spring was Caitlin Rogers, 2019 defensive MVP of the conference, didn't play, broke her leg in August, missed a whole year, is almost a year out now. And yeah. so Rog coming back is losing Claire's vocal leadership, being replaced by Roger's vocal leadership is exactly what we needed. That is the presence that we need on the field. And I'm personally foreseeing Roger having a breakout year. Since we last talked to you, actually, the uh, athletes can benefit off their name, image, and likeness. Any thoughts on just that as a whole um, or how that might affect your team? Yeah, luckily we live in the state of Montana, right? So it helps, that's good. Versus a saturated market like Portland or Seattle where nobody cares, right? There are too many pro teams, too many high-level, very, very high-level D1 programs. Here, I mean, if you're somebody like Taylor Hansen, I mean, you could probably profit off of something. So, yeah, I'm excited for them. It's good for them to have it. How much are you not able to, I mean, we talked about the short preseason. How much are you not able to institute, you know, maybe tactically as much as you want coming back this year? I mean, are there tweaks that you don't think you'll be able to get in before the season starts? Yeah, well, season technically starts when? September, right? 
So you use the non-conference games to further prep yourself. That's the best way to do it versus we must be ready for Creighton in two and a half weeks. That's insanity. No, we have to be at a certain point and we have to learn from Creighton and then we have to learn from Polly. We have to learn from Portland and by September be ready. New Orleans now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana television, coming to you live from Bozeman, Montana. Hour one in the books. Hour two, we're sitting courtside. Brick Breed and Fieldhouse are watching Jabril Bello shoot some threes. His stroke's looking nice. Ty Okada sitting with me here uh, courtside. Well, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break real quick and come back at you in hour number two. Ty Okada, Montana State Safety, will join us here live on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 